0: Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, you can email me at btlpodcast213 at gmail.com. This episode is sponsored by Samified Crafts. If you're looking for that unique and special gift for a birthday, holiday, wedding, or any other event, go to samifiedcraftshop.com. They're your one-stop shop for all your gift needs. They specialize in custom gifts at an affordable price. Not only will you find great gift ideas on SamifyCraftsShop.com, you'll also find all of your Beyond Alliance podcast t-shirts, water bottles, backpacks, tank tops, and other merchandise. So go to SamifyCraftsShop.com to order your merchandise and gifts. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Samify Crafts. This is the fourth and final week of Father's Month, so let's meet this week's special guest. So my guest for this fourth and final week of Father's Month is my mother. Mom, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jason.
0: Well, thank you for coming back. So this week of Dad's Month, we're talking about, obviously, dads. And there's dads out there that are playing both the father and the mother role as well. There's quite a few dads that are doing that. And I think those dads deserve the recognition for what they're doing or they're playing both of those roles. But I think we all can agree that there's probably more moms out there who are playing the role of mom and father. So this last week of Father's Month, I'm going to dedicate that to the moms who are playing both mom and dad. So I have you on the show to talk about that. So I'm glad to have you here.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Well, I'm glad to have you back. Let's get started. When we talk about fathers and or dads, I think those terms are used interchangeably. In my opinion, any man can be a father, but a man has to want to and be a dad and act as a dad. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: I agree 100%. Anybody can be a father, but it takes a certain kind of man to be a dad or a daddy. You have to have that in your heart. That's what you have to want to be. So they use it as interchangeable, but to me, it's different.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I had a conversation with a dad last week, and I brought that up to him as well. As I said before, those terms are used interchangeably, but I think... That, again, anyone can be a father, but I think it takes a special person or at least a man to do what he's supposed to do in order to be a dad. Correct. And I don't think it's nothing that has to be very hard because being a dad in of itself is a tough job. But I think if you're going to be a dad, then you need to be a dad. And again, anyone can be a father.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so true.
0: So unfortunately, many moms have to play the role of father as well. Aside from taking on that responsibility because it's necessary, What is that feeling like taking on both roles?
1: First of all, it can be very overwhelming. You have to learn how to balance everything that you're doing. If you have more than one child, you have to balance the time and the energy that you put into each child. And you have to always be on your toes. You always have to be thinking about what's the next step. So it is very overwhelming at times. It's very rewarding too.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And when we talk about fathers and sons and even mothers and daughters, there's always that dynamic between each pair. And certainly there's a dynamic between the cross pairs when you're talking about fathers and daughters and mothers and sons. So in your opinion, what are a few of the toughest lessons a mother has to teach a young boy? Because, again, there's so many things a mom can teach a boy but there's only so many things that they can't teach them because they're not a male. And it's hard to really relate to those types of issues. So what are some of the toughest lessons a mom has to teach a boy?
1: Most mothers, I'll say, we're not really good with sports. That's one of the <laughs> things. <laughs> we don't really go out there and play football with them unless it's like touch football or sort of, <laughs> what is it, flag football or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think one of the things is difficult with boys is when you have to give them the sex talk I think that's pretty difficult because of course the anatomy of boys and girls then there's what a mother sees as a young man could be something different than what a father would see as a young man growing up what a mother puts into a young man growing up because a mother always wants their child to be respectful productive but then it's completely different when it's a girl you want some of the same things, but it's kind of different when you're trying to teach a girl. Some mothers aren't comfortable talking to their sons about... And then there's me with three sons and a daughter. And basically, I was comfortable talking to you all about anything, which we normally we did. We talked about anything, sex, whatever, you know, was going on, how you can be a better person in life. I think maybe it's just... You have to know your child in order what it is that you're able to talk about. Absolutely. And there's some things that you have to go by what you feel that your child is at an appropriate age to talk about.
0: So when you mention there's some things that you can talk to a boy about that you may not be able to talk to a girl about and vice versa, you think some of that has to do with those gender roles or those traditional exactly. gender roles.
1: That's exactly what it is, gender roles. And which Some cases, that's good. Some cases, it's bad. Like I said, we talked about anything, your sister and you all, we talked about it all because it really didn't matter because I wanted you all to learn the truth while you were asking the questions because if you weren't ready for the answers, you wouldn't have the questions. Absolutely. It is about gender roles.
0: Yeah, so fathers and sons have a special bond, I think much different than a mother and a daughter. Explain that bond between a mother and a son.
1: Oh, goodness. That bond is really, I don't know, since you were my firstborn and... And the best one. Yes, my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't tell your siblings. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Being the first one born and being a male, I'll say like my everything because you were the first one born. But then again, I don't know what it is, but it's something like an innate feeling inside of a mother oh my God, this is my son. And when you were first born, well, there's an old saying when a baby boy is born looking like the mother, the child is born for good luck, especially the male child. Mm -hmm. When you were first born, you looked exactly like me. And it was just like my whole world changed. And I don't know how I can even describe it because it's really, to me, it's undescribable. What that relationship is.
0: When you talk about that bond, it kind of goes back to what you were mentioning a second ago about trying to teach a boy certain things. And there's really only so far you can go. And it's similar to a dad. It's only so far a dad can go when he's teaching his young daughter certain things because he's not a female and it's hard for him to really relate on that level. And so that bond between a mother and a son is obviously a special bond. But that bond gets challenged when it comes to those situations when you're trying to explain life situations or you're trying to explain sex and all these other things. That bond kind of gets challenged in that way. And I imagine it's a tough road when you're dealing with those types of issues.
1: Exactly. It is. It really is. And while we're talking about that, your sister was a daddy's girl. She was always with her daddy. I'd say, come on, let me comb your hair. She wouldn't want me to comb her hair. She let her father comb her hair. Mm -hmm. So she was a daddy's girl. And that bond is, like I said, I don't know how to explain it. It's just something that's there. He didn't talk to her about life going on, sex and whatever else going on. Right. But she was always closer. And you and your brothers were always closer to me. I feel that it's formed in the womb. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, I love my daughter like I love all of y'all. And I know that she loves me, but she was closer to your father.
0: So when you look at things such as the economy, technology, social unrest, and other issues that affect us daily, how tough do you think being a single mother today would be compared to, say, 30 years ago?
1: Oh, my God. It is so, so very tough. So very tough with today's economy and everything that's going on because there's so many outside things that can undermine your trying to raise your children whereas back in the day like when you all were coming up they didn't have as much as going on with all this shooting and drugs and of course there was drugs and all that then but it wasn't as bad as it is now they didn't have you all grew up with pac-man and that's obsolete now And you have so many outside influences that are just taking over. And plus, like I said before, when it was Mother's Day, society has made it so that they're raising your children, not the parents. And that's one thing that really, really bothers me. There's no way I could let society raise my children. Mm -hmm. Nobody can tell me how to raise my children because I want to raise my children the way I feel that they should be raised. Absolutely. Not that spare the ride, spoil the child, no. And that's the reason why so many kids nowadays don't pay attention to their parents and why so many children nowadays are in trouble and don't listen to the parents. And so disrespectful, not only to the parents, but to any other adult, to each other and themselves.
0: Right. Absolutely. As you know, growing up, I was always taught to respect your elders. Exactly. And, you know, you listen to your elders and you take advice from your elders, whether you wanted to or not. Right. And whether it was right or not, you did it because that right. was the way it was supposed to be.
1: Exactly. And, you know, you got in trouble if you didn't.
0: That's right. So if there are any, what are the few advantages to being a single mother?
1: Advantages? Yes. <laughs> oh, God one great big advantage is you have the children all to yourself. So that is the one advantage and there's a lot of mothers and fathers they have a problem with they're not on the same same level or same page when it comes to parenting the child. But if you're a single parent there's only gonna be one way. And of course you know it's always going to be my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the advantages. And just being there and just raising your children, that's an advantage in itself. And
0: so, finally, what advice would you give to single mothers?
1: Never give up. Never give up. Listen to your child. Always talk to your child and listen to what your child is saying to you. Not only hear what they're saying, you have to listen. Because sometimes when you're hearing them talk, you're not really listening because sometimes there's things within your conversation or what they're saying to you that's underlying, and sometimes you have to go under that. And repeat back to your child what the child has said to you so that you know exactly what this child is saying, and ask questions. Ask questions of your child. What do you mean by that? How do you feel about that? And another thing is make sure... That you know who your children's friends are. Yes. Make sure you know the parents. When the child tells you, oh, I'm going over here to Freddie's house, well, make sure you know where Freddie lives. You know Freddie's mom and dad. You know Freddie's parents' address and the phone numbers. You don't have to police them all the time, but you have to make sure that you keep tabs on your kids. And like I said, always listen to your child. And make sure you always tell your child how much you love them. Let them know that they are loved, even when they do something that you don't like. You say, I don't like what you just did. I love you, and I will always love you. I just don't like what you did at that moment. And always let them know that they can talk to you about anything.
0: Absolutely. Well, Mom, I really appreciate you coming on again, talking about this. I really appreciate it. Not only do I want to wish you Happy Father's Day, but again, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Father's Month as well. You played both roles. Great. I uh, wouldn't be where I am today without you. So I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you, Jason. And I won't say it was easy, <laughs> but it was worth it. Well, again,
0: <laughs> it definitely is. I agree with you. So again, thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay. Love you. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Once again, I'd like to thank my mother for joining the show. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you subscribe from your favorite podcast directory. Please tune in for the next episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care.